0: Shabbat. Bow to the son of God. Who do you think you are? You know, the demons are asking the seven sons of Skiva Very politely, because they're a little nervous because there's some real ones out there. But as soon as they found out they're fakes and wannabes, they pounced on them and stripped them naked and they ran off bleeding. But the demons were a little hesitant because they asked who do, you, who do you think you are? Paul I know, Jesus I know, who are you? Do you know what class of being you are yet? Or are you still a religious fanatic and will beat you up, strip you of your clothes and you'll run off bleeding? <laughs> the demons were a little nervous. And once they saw these people were fakes and phonies, they beat the crap out of them. We see it every single day. Until you're reliant on the anointed one in your spirit, you get beat up by <laughs> demons every day. You know, and it's all about confidence in the Word, it's about confidence in the Holy Spirit, it's about confidence in the Godhead, it's about confidence in the anointing. We don't have any confidence in the flesh. Confidence in the flesh, that's the very definition of you're going to go to hell. We have confidence in the Holy Spirit, so we're going to go to heaven. That's the difference between the living and the dead. Confident in the natural dimension? I mean, that is what a sinner is. That's why he died on the cross. So you'd have no confidence in the flesh. That's what religion is. That's the curse of the fall, the curse of the law. Trusting in human abilities. Trusting in human goodness. Trusting in humanity. That rubbish has been gone for 2,000 years, now we only trust in the divinity. We trust in Christ. Spirit-led. You know, we're Pentecostal, we're charismatic, we're glory stream, we're the sons of God, we're the man-child company, whatever title. The main thing we are is spirit-led little children. Spirit-led. You know? You never get more mature than Jesus and he's called the divine child even at 33 years old. He's called the divine child. If you ever get older than 33 and I'm not talking about physically, I'm talking about pride getting puffed up in knowledge that I'm smarter than the young lamb sitting on the throne I mean that is what the devil is. The devil is that old religious man pretending to be Jesus and you're never old enough and you have to be 72 to be an elder in this church and you have to have gray hair and you've had to have so much religious activity and religious experience. and. Look at what they give to the poor and look at, their, look at their Mother Teresa activity and none of it requires the anointing and none of it has anything to do with the Holy Spirit whatsoever and it's all demonic religious activity done under the sun by human abilities. It's demonic. Religion is your main enemy. White magic, Satan's stars that fell from heaven. Let your brains disconnect today. I'm telling you guys, one of the biggest stumbling blocks we deal with, and make sure you go back and get that prophetic music time if you're listening to SoundCloud, iTunes, or Roku. Redlettermen.com, you can go through the prophetic worship time. It's separate. It's on joelsbar.tv. It's like an hour of prophetic manifestations, just wildness and freedom and throne room activity with the angels every single day. We've been doing it about 900 broadcasts the last three years, effortless. No slavery, no... You know, this isn't a laborsome work. This isn't like we get tired or worn out because it's from our overflow. It's from our rich treasury of glory, the endless supply of anointing. You know, people that get worn out in ministry, I'm telling you, I go down to Tampa the last four days... And it's not a vacation, because I'm dealing with every single thing in the heavens and the earth, in the region. And that's what happens. The higher your mind gets in the elevation of the spirit, the higher the principality you deal with in the stars, Satan's stars that fell from heaven. And every human being, their brain is attached to those stars, and they're living out of created light instead of the Creator's glory. They're living out of Satan's tail instead of the white throne judgment seat of Christ and the source of all glorious things. So you disconnect all of their brains from Satan's stars and you fling them into the lake of fire and you connect all their brains to the glory of God and the bright morning star that blots out the light of the sun and the moon and the stars. That's called getting saved. <laughs> Don't you know salvation is changing light spectrums from being an animal that lives on starlight? to being an angel that lives on glory light and they shall no longer need the light of the sun for the light of the lamb on the throne shall be their light. Somebody need to hear this right now because you're confused. And you totally disconnect from living according to the flesh, which requires starlight like animals, like photosynthesis, just like mammals and homo sapiens. And you actually have a regenerated spirit right here, that runs on the rainbow around his soul, Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, that takes away the sins of the world, that takes away the sorceries of the world, that takes away every magic spell on your skulls that connects you into the matrix of illusions and deceptions and mirages of humanity. That's how Satan imprisons the nations. That's why the scales has to fall off your eyes. The scales have to do with The blinding of the human mind in Satan's stars because your soul is running on starlight like an animal. An animal runs on starlight, like a tree that runs on starlight. Well, you're a little different than animals. God created you in His image. You're different than a tree, okay? You're created to run on the Creator's light. It's called the bright morning star, maker of heaven and earth, Jesus Christ. And the transfer from that satanic light, that animalistic, tribalistic, mammalistic light into the glory light is the actual salvation of your souls. (laughs) Amen. And how bright do you want to shine? How disconnected from Satan, which means how holy should you be? Be holy as your Father in Heaven is holy. Which means only run on His creative light, on His glory, on His seven blazing torches, on His anointing. You know, the oil is the lamp of the body. And your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is the anointing oil. What's the whole function of anointing oil? It's to be light in the temple. There is no other source of light in the temple except the menorah. And now your bodies are that temple. But if you're still running on starlight, you're still running on Satan's stars that fell from heaven, then Satan's tail still has control because you're controlled by the flesh and not controlled by the spirit. Today's your breakthrough. In the understanding of this message by the Holy Spirit of God, you're going to break through. You're going to disconnect from the matrix of potent sorcery, Babylon the Great. You're going to enter Zion and you're going to live connected to the white throne and all your spirit and all your heart and all your brain and all your soul, all your mind, all your personality and all your bones, all your flesh be filled and flooded with the Godhead. In Him there is no darkness at all. God considers the stars that fell from heaven darkness. Genesis 1, in the day I separated light from darkness. Well, we look out and we see a bright sun and we need UV protection. The Father calls sunlight darkness. In Scripture, I tell you the truth. His glory is the light and starlight of the second heavens, of your stars, the sun in the sky. God the Father considers that darkness. Does your soul run on darkness today? Or does your soul run on glory? There's no cap to how much glory you receive from God. It's the measure you're dependent on the anointing. God the Father is setting apart for Himself a people who is without spot or wrinkle or without starlight, only dependent on the anointing. Spot and wrinkle has to do with mixture in your hearts and minds still connected to things in Babylon, still a couple magic spells in the skull I still, you know, struggle with lust and I still struggle with self-righteousness and pride and voodoo-doo-doo and finding my, my identity and my salvation and, and my abilities and my works. A lot of religious people, a lot of rebellious people, that's all the world. And every single one of us has that testimony of coming out of white and black magic, which is the knowledge of good and evil in the garden, into the glory of God, which is the tree of life, Jesus Christ. But God the Father now is dividing... Completely, those who have their lamps full and those who just live a carnal life, the wise and the foolish Christians, virgins. It's going to happen in every church, it's going to happen in every city, every nation, and you're going to be shocked because a lot of people didn't have discernment. You know, Betty and Susie, you know, she really seemed like she was the most zealous person in church. But the Father sees the heart. The Father sees if that person's dependent on the anointing as their source of light. Or Satan's stars that fell from heaven as their source of false light. And that's why those people trusted in money. And the wives' virgins tell the foolish virgins to go and buy oil. Since you put all your trust in money, go and buy oil. We trusted in the bright morning star. Our lamps are full. Now is our time to go into the kingdom and to be fully sealed in our foreheads with the name of Jesus Christ, so that our trees are not harmed, the trees of life. But every tree of knowledge will be uprooted and thrown into the lake of fire that rejects the anointing. I tell you the truth, they have rejected love, they have rejected joy. (laughs) See when I say that? When I bring the severity, it manifests every time. Holy Ghost. There are people that are rejecting the anointing. And I'm telling you, those are the self-righteous people. But don't even pay attention to them. They're distancing themselves from God. We are those who grow in the anointing, in our total dependence on the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in our hearts. All of you, Father, none of us. We want no dependency on anything in this universe except you, the anointed one, and your anointing, Lord Christ But those that reject the oil, those that reject serving the bright morning star and His light, and cling and retain to their human identity and their human ability and their humanity, will remove themselves by resisting the anointing. You're in the time of not a rapture, but a crapture, the removing of all the crap from the world, the removing of the foolish virgins from Christianity. Judgment comes first to the house of God, and there must be judgment. It's a New Testament concept, not just Old Testament, and it's done by the anointing, and it's done out of love, and the white throne that Jesus sits on is called a judgment seat. That's not a place you go when you die. That's something we embrace every day to remove our spots and wrinkles from our hearts and minds so that we can be perfect as our older brother and God and King Jesus Christ are perfect. And the more you embrace that white throne, the more you're purified from all your humanity and everything in your soul is God the Father and nothing else every day. And people misunderstand you more and more because you're more and more divine and they don't. They have human eyes and they see by the flesh and you see by the seven eyes of Revelation 5-6 because you've had your whole soul crucified with Christ, with the Lamb that's been slain. We've died to self and we live to Christ. (laughs) We no longer live our own life. We live His life. And His life is the life of the seven spirits of God. The book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's the revealing of what our Messiah is. Not out there, but in here, through our hearts and minds, as the temples of this man, Jesus Christ, this perfect man, the Son of God. And I'm telling you guys, this is the most maturity there has ever been in Christianity in 2,000 years. And there's nobody more excited about it than God the Father himself. This is why he sent his Son to die on the cross, that he may have many sons in fully mature manhood in 33-year-old favor and wisdom of Jesus Christ called the Sons of God. Jesus grew in only two things, the Bible says in the book of Luke. Favor and wisdom. And he grew until he was perfect and the Father took him. And in the fullness of his perfection at age 33, he was in perfect wisdom and perfect favor through the whole universe. And God is love. God is 33-year-old wisdom and 33-year-old favor of Jesus Christ. That's the love of God. And that's the destiny for every single one of your spirit lives, growing in wisdom, and your spirit lives growing in favor into the fully mature manhood of Jesus Christ's favor and wisdom, which is the love of the Father in the name of Jesus Christ. If you guys want to partner with Red Letter Ministries, please do so. We're a growing ministry and we could use your support. We have tremendous needs all the time. I don't even tend to bring our physical needs, but $1,000 last week, and Penny's medical expenses, and when she had uh, scabies. (laughs) <laughs> and it's just gone, and the and it just seems like all this stuff comes at us, and we have all these needs all the time, and I, I rarely bring them because need-based giving is religious. So I want you guys to sow into God the king, not into a religious demon, not into something that you see that in the natural realm, but into God in Zion, yeah. a healthy, perfect king on the throne. That's where you sow your money into so you can reap from the white throne all of His perfection, all of His wisdom, all of His favor. If we sow just into religious things, we're going to just reap religion. You always reap what you sow. When you attach your money to something, you're believing for that. And this isn't greed. This is just the concept that's in every area of the New Testament. The apostles are receiving tithes and offerings and thanksgiving and cheerful giving. And it's not legalistic. It's not ritualistic. It's just for the advancement of the kingdom. But I'm telling you, you're sowing into the white throne when you're giving into Red Letter Ministries. You You will reap favor and wisdom from the white throne because where your money is, that's where your heart is also. That's the scripture. You want to give your money into God, the King, who has no needs whatsoever. You're not giving because God the Father needs your money. You're giving because you need His favor and wisdom for your glorified, angelic, Son of God, 33-year-old favor and wisdom, Jesus Christ manifestation through your hearts and brains on earth. You're receiving that from the Father when you attach your seed into the white throne every time you give into Red Letter Ministries. Amen. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow.